On this edition of Oski Talk, we talk about Ayo Desumu's broken nose and what it means for the Illini tonight and moving forward. We also preview the Illini's contests against Nebraska and Wisconsin, and we hear from Brad Underwood about Ayo Desumu's future and the seniors. Let's go. This won't end well for Illinois. Here's a three. It ended well. McCourt for the win. In the air. It is up. And it is good. Fourth and 16. Pressure comes. And Matt Orbebe with the ball in the air. Makes the catch. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Oski Talk. We'll start with some breaking news. After the Michigan State game on Tuesday, Ayo Desumu suffered a broken nose on a flagrant two foul late in the contest. He finished the game with 19 points, nine rebounds, and five assists. However, we find out today he has a broken nose and might be missing some games in the future. So with that, we'll get right into the front page. Anthony Pasquale alongside Patrick Catazone today here. Obviously, front page first and foremost, Io gets injured, but the game as a whole wasn't that pretty. Illinois was upset by Michigan State in in East Lansing, a really strong game from them. They just out-physical Illinois all game long. They were much tougher. They out-rebounded Illinois. Um, Illinois kind of struggled to get going. The second half was a little bit better, but every time... Illinois was starting to get on a run. Aaron Henry or Langford would make a shot and extend it back to 10 or 11 or 12 points. Officiating, which seems to be um, a trend in all of Illinois' losses this year, was especially poor. Um, But at the end of the day, Illinois didn't play good enough to win that game if the officiating was great. So tough loss for them. Um, I think it knocks them down a peg from the top two seed to one of the lower two seeds, but I do still think they're a two seed according to um, all the bracketologists out there, but I mean, they got three games in the next six days or three games. Yeah. Three games in the next six days today against Michigan state Saturday against Wisconsin and Tuesday against Michigan. Those last two become especially daunting if Io Desumu can't play. Yeah. And, and to go back to start off with the MSU game, you know, there's that old adage that says like the dying, the dying animal will do whatever it takes to, to get to, to survive. Right. That, that's MSU right now, and that's going to be a lot of other teams as well. The fortunate thing is we're playing teams that are already in the tournament. This is the last team that you're going to play that's that is a bubble team, um, and they were they were going to do whatever it took to win this game. That was just I, – I think that even I, you and I both kind of overlooked that. Every game the Big Ten is hard to play. It's so hard to win eight games in a row in the Big Ten. Like That is truly something to be proud of. Uh, Underwood has done it twice. He's won seven in a row twice. That's a great, great feat by him. So the game happens. Obviously, they got out physical. Illinois struggles whenever a team is big at the forward position. Northwestern, obviously one of them. They struggle. And Michigan State, obviously, probably the second, the second best team that they played like that. The other team that I felt like had good size against Illinois is Indiana, and that game was even the sluggish one for, for the Illini. So... That that just continues to happen. Uh, I'm not. I wasn't super upset after this loss. Um, it's hard to to win a game on the road in the Big Ten. It's hard to win that many in a row, and 
you know, I'm, I'm creating excuses, but frankly, they, sh- they shot terrible. Like, they did not look like the Illini. And you could you could say that there's some inconsistency with this team, but I, I just, I, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with the inconsistency problem. I'm, I'm of the group that thinks if you win the game, you win the game. No matter what way you did it, you won the game. And you could say, oh, nearly losing to Nebraska and then lose, n- losing this game to MSU, that's inconsistency right there. But they won the Nebraska game. And they probably should have won the Ohio State game too, right? So, like, this, there's some of these games you're just like, yeah, like, maybe it's inconsistency, but they won. Like, the end result is they're 16-6 and six right now. Like, they're not that inconsistent. They just lose some games every once in a while, which you could expect of any team. And if you could go on a seven-game win streak in the Big Ten, in my opinion, there's nothing stopping you from going on a seven-game win streak in the NCAA tournament. So Yeah, which – yeah. Which would win the whole thing. Exactly. So I think a lot of fans should calm their nerves a little bit about the situation, that situation and, and the inconsistency of the team. But I was injured now. Things get a little bit, little bit difficult. Um, they're going to make the tournament. That's clear. Whether they lose out the rest of the season somehow with Iowa being injured the whole time. We don't really know the, the scope of the injury. We know it's, it's a broken nose. You don't know how really truly how long he's going to be out. You don't even – it hasn't really been confirmed, um, at least by the team or Brad Underwood, whether or not he's going to be out tonight. So let's let's put that out there in, into the realm. Reporters can say what they want. Like I, I, You and I are both reporters as well. Um, but until we see Iowa out tonight, I wouldn't rule him out. In my opinion, he we, we got the, the word that he was fitted for the mask, right? I assume he could play with the broken nose. Many players do, and they're just waiting for the mask to come. That's what I assume that that they're they're doing right now. And I have no clue how long masks take to make. I, <laughs> so I and I don't know. I have no clue what the shipping is like right now. I'll tell you this much: I got my oh. I got a Valentine's Day like a week ago. So I, I okay. know the mail is is a little bit slow right now. <laughs> But I assume yeah. this is on express order, so um, it's gotta be. It's gotta, it's gotta be. be. It's gotta be. <laughs> that's the expense you pay for, right? So I, I assume that's that's my assumption. My assumption is we don't know if he's gonna play tonight. He's waiting. For, they're waiting for the mask. If the mask comes in, I, I bet he plays. Like if the mask is here, like I'm, I'm sure he plays with it. Like that's what I'm saying. If he finished the game with a broken nose, he can obviously tolerate the pain to play with a broken nose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what that's what I said. And they didn't have worry about it when he was out there. Like they should have. If he had a broken nose, and they could tell when you when when he was shooting those free throws, they should have said he can't play. Like we got to take him out. He can't right. play, right? But they they didn't do that. So that's you know I I, I hope he gets Granted, better. I, I will say that I don't mean anything against Io. And if he can't play, he can't play. I believe one hundred percent what he has to say. But yeah, I know his grit. Like I've watched him. I, I've talked to him. Um, I've been in class with him. I know like what he's about, and I know he's going to want to play anyways. It, I don't care if it's against Nebraska. If there's any way that he can play tonight, he's going to be in the lineup 100%. Um, I just want to say a few other things kind of about that before we, um, before we move on. I, I just want to say I feel like going straight to the line after getting dinged up like that and like when anybody gets hurt in the nose – it affects your eyes more than your nose at first. Like, you get a little blurry-eyed, you can't see. It's got to be tough to shoot a free throw right after that. 
So, and I mean, it, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't blame him for those. I, that's what the, we were all saying that. I was like, that's so uncharacteristic. Three in a row, yeah. Missed three of, three in a row. Three free throws in a row. Like, that's just, but, that's just not what he's about. It's like, like, I know we suck at, at shooting free throws, but the, like, you know, we, we said it earlier, that's selective. Like, Iowa doesn't do that. So I, I, I mean, after getting whacked yeah, in the head, that's what like I was going to say. I, I after that, it's a little tough those, right? to make free throws. But as a team, they missed 15, and that hurts. You you end up losing by nine. You miss 15 free throws, and you shoot 24 of 60. Really not their best. They missed 12 layups, 12 layups in the first half. And that's a team that has Io and Kofi on it. And then you have Kofi with a few missed dunks. Georgie literally rejected by nothing but the rim. Like, those hurt. Um, and you know, it was one of those games that from the beginning, it just seemed like Illinois was climbing uphill. They never quite got to the top of the mountain. So they lost that one, um, on, on the Michigan state side of the ball, a few really strong performances. Um, Jeremy Langford had, or Joshua Langford, excuse me, had a, a double double in the first half, ended up with 13 points, 16 boards, Aaron Henry with 20 points, Rocket Watts added 15. Um, and Illinois just wasn't getting anything to fall obviously you hope things change a little bit against Nebraska but you know that loss as much as you'd like them to keep winning I think they could learn from it you know not take any team lightly maybe it's one of those we're not as good as we think we are after a game like Minnesota um, where you win by 30 and just dominate on all ends you're not going to be dominating in the tournament you're going to be playing games like you did against Michigan State so Learn how to win that one. Get back on a winning streak, hopefully, and and hopefully you get Io back for some of those big games. Yeah, and I'll I'll turn off the uh, excuse machine for a minute now, um, and, and and I will say this: look, there's there's some characteristics to this game that that have clearly like shown weaknesses of the Illini, and one of those uh, I'll start with Kofi Coburn. If Kofi can't finish like finish, um, you know, finish the dunk, make the layup. He struggles from the line. He's not going to score 20 when he does that. And and he's going to lose momentum for this team when he does that. So, and and, and he's not going to play a lot if he does and that. And then he gets like, frustrated have, and misses more free throws. Like, that's his right. his, his system. It's not, yeah. And and then you put Georgie in, and, and Georgie has not been good lately. So, like, it, that that was a big part of this game. Like, they... When you talk about out physicaling Illinois, if you could if you could follow Kofi hard to where he misses, like you have a good shot at winning this game. Like that that is a significant strategy. Like they they held to Kofi to thirteen points. That guy he has to score at least at least eighteen for Illinois to like really be in the game. Yeah, and <laughs> and he it was the first time in a long time I think he didn't have either ten points or ten rebounds. Um, and then the other big thing is they were also getting away with some pretty hard fouls on him that like, even the, the announcers were like, this guy gets fouled the most in the big 10 without it being called. So he's frustrated from that frustrated from missing layups, frustrated from missing free throws. Nobody plays well, frustrated. And then the thing that I really bothered me, um, is you can't use the same game plan for 40 minutes straight against Tom Izzo and expect to win. Kofi needs to kick the ball out at least once a game. He has two assists in Big Ten play. Two. That's terrible. I know he's a great player. He's on the Wooden Award watch list and everything. I love the guy. I think he's a great piece. But if, if you know that there's three guys hacking you and you're not getting the whistle, kick it out to one of the three guys that are wide open and can knock down a shot. 
Like he yeah. needs to learn how to do that. That's like that's like Adam Miller's game. If I'm being real, like if you could kick it out to Adam Miller for three, he's gonna knock those down. Like those are the open looks that he's he is great at. Yeah. So or Trent, and so is Grandison or Trent. Right. Like those are guys who could hit the wide open three, or or dare I say, uh, 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 Demonte Williams. Like there's there are there are opportunities yeah, for him to kick it out and for us to score off him. Like that's just part of his game that's not there. It's just not yet. And it was very exploited against Michigan State. So hopefully that's something that they can figure out today against Nebraska, which is also senior night, which is also most likely Iowa's last chance to play a game in Champaign if it doesn't happen tonight. We we all know he's going to the NBA draft. We'll hear from Brad Underwood a little bit later about what he said about Io going to the draft. But um the the end of the day is if that if his last game already happened, his last shot at State Farm Center was that really long three against Northwestern. And if that's the way the, the chapter ends in the State Farm Center, that's an okay ending for Io. Um but I think today, you know, it's about Trent, it's about DeMonte, it's about Zach Griffin or Zach Griffith and um it's about getting a win against Nebraska. Yeah, it, it is. Um, look, whether or not I was there or not, you're really going to have to rely on Trent in this game. Dare I say this Fitting. is a Trent, Trent Frazier game. Um, and, and DeMonte. Like, DeMonte's going to get in the starting lineup if I was not playing today. Um, I was just going to ask, what do you think? Let's say I was not playing. What's your starting five? You could go first. I would probably start put DeMonte in there just because it's senior I mean senior game they they do that every year I mean if you remember last year in the Iowa game um Tyler started, started. Tyler Griffin so, started yeah that's right that's what <laughs> so you got yeah, so so you so got you're Trent, gonna see the, you're gonna see the senior Trent at the one Adam Miller probably at the two um DeMonte at the three Zach Griffith at the four and Kofi at the five and yeah, then very that's... quickly, that becomes Jacob Grandison at the three, DeMonte at the four, probably. Probably, yeah. When, uh, when Griffith comes out. Either that or you go small and get Curbelo in there earlier or go really big and get Georgie in there earlier. Um, but those are really the options if Io doesn't suit up. Yeah, you know what I forgot, too? Tyler Underwood's still on this t- team. He might start tonight. <laughs> Nah, he I, might, I mean, because he, he got no, his he senior might. celebration last year. Yeah, you're right. I, I don't think he'd do that. But um, And I, I'm just going to – I don't know if this is bold, but I don't think this will be Trent Frazier or DeMonte Williams' last game at State Farm Center. They get an extra year of eligibility. I think they'll use it personally. I, I, I think so too, but um, we'll, we'll act but, like it is. Yeah, it's important um, to celebrate them because they've done a lot for this this program. It absolutely, and um, the role that Trent's played has been insane. So it yeah, um, it's been a full. It it'll almost come full circle because today yeah. I think he's gonna have to be freshman year Trent and put up twenty for Illinois to win. Yeah, exactly. It, that's a great way to put it. It, it. it will have to come full circle. That that could be your lead tonight, there, Anthony. I got it um, in the works. I got it in the works. <laughs> you gotta gotta keep on working those uh, those angles while while Io is out. Um, and uh, yeah, so. Yeah, we'll see. And and uh, if I could break some news here on the uh, on the podcast, I don't know if you just saw this, but he will. I would assume he will not play tonight. Will so, not play. All right, there we have it. I was eager to play, so that's what that's what Underwood just said. So, um, look, uh, he's not playing. You got to rely on Trent. Hopefully, Kofi steps up again. I I think Nebraska will be gassed. They've played so many games in a row now. Um, 
that I I really think that they uh, they won't they won't be quite as good as they were last time. But yeah, that being and, said, there's something to be said about a team that just finds a role like they do. Like if you could if you play those consecutive games, you keep on winning. I think you just keep on winning them. But for yeah, and then on the flip side for Illinois, I don't think there's any sense of taking a team lightly with your best player out. They know that they have to play hard tonight. I think they jump on Nebraska early, stay ahead. Um, I think, I mean, the line has already dropped. I think six points since Io's been out. It went from I think seventeen to like eleven and a half or something like that. Um, but at the end of the day, this is still the worst team in the Big Ten with a team that's trying to prove they're the best in the Big Ten. You got to win this game, and by a, a nice margin, would be impressive. Yeah, absolutely. And, and look, too, look at the freshmen. This is their kind of time to shine, right? Adam Miller, top 30 recruit. What does he got? Be that. Now that Io's out. What does he have? This, is, this is, might be his game as well. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if Curbelo kind of fully gets out of his uh, little skid as well with a couple of nice assists and maybe 10 or 12 points as well. So we'll keep an eye on that. Before we get into a preview about Wisconsin, how about a score prediction, Pat? All right, um... Close game. I think Illinois prevailed just because uh, they they got to play for Iowa, right? Like that's kind of that's where they're at right now. Um, look, Nebraska's got some great guys. Um, we we saw it last week. Uh, Teddy Allen actually. Uh, I know I talked him up big time last time. He didn't do too well against uh, Illinois, but he scored uh, forty one last night against Penn State. So or Tuesday night. So. He's good. Um, Trey McGowan's was really good last time as well. Watch out for him. I think Alana prevail anyways. I think Kofi really steps up. I think he's got to be angry. Um, look, I, I, I think Trent and Adam Miller, they got to also step up. They Trent, last game at the State Farm Center, probably, maybe not, but it's a senior night, um, and he's got to be the guy again. So I hope, I hope he does that. I'll go with Illinois, 71, Nebraska, 66. All right, I like that. I think Illinois, I think the 70s and the 60s is the right call. I think Illinois ends up winning by 10. Uh, I think I think it's just going to be one of those games that they are just going to, I don't know, they're just going to come together. That we'll see. Like they did in the overtime against Indiana when Io fouled out. Um, it might not look pretty, but they'll get the job done. So I'll take Illinois um, 72 to Nebraska 62. Um, but a win's a win, important after a loss, and then they, they ride that into Saturday's game against Wisconsin, a team that Illinois handled pretty well last time around, 70 to, no, 75 to 60, I think was the final score. They won by 15 against Wisconsin. It was Iowa's first triple-double four games ago um, at State Farm Center. This time around, it's at the Cole Center. Wisconsin kind of playing for, not quite for their tournament life, but they're trying to boost their resume a little bit. Who do you like in that one? Yeah, I think Iowa comes back for this game. I really do. I mean, whenever he says he's eager to come back, like I said, he's he's got that grit. And I think if 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 the mask is in, he's gonna play. Um, that being said, look, tough team. Uh, Wisconsin is just old and good. Like they got guys. Mika Potter's a guy that that really scares me. Uh, Demetri Trice led the way last time. I think you could expect the same from here. And and Brad Davison got shut out. If I was back in this game, I think I think defense defensively you can shut out some of those guys, some of the guards. Um, you know, Demetric maybe doesn't score quite as many. I, you could probably hold Brad Davison back below ten again. Uh, but like I said, this is this is a team full of forwards that are, are pretty good. Uh, Mika Potter, uh, Aleem Ford, and Tyler Wall, and don't forget Nate Reavers. So um, 
look, this this team's kind of packed with, with those forwards. So I think Illini might struggle a little bit. But if this is the game Iowa comes back in, I, I, I would bet my house on Illinois. Yeah, I think so too. I think this is a game – I think Illinois showed – the last time that they played, that these two teams aren't really in the same class. I really don't think so. I think Illinois is much better than Wisconsin, and if they get Io back, there's no way they lose that game, I feel like. If he misses, I think it'll be really close. Wisconsin probably has the edge. Um, but if Io comes back, I think Illinois wins that game because they have to. You can't lose that and then potentially lose again on to Michigan on Tuesday. They, they need that Saturday game, I think. And it's a much beatable more beatable team than Michigan in in Wisconsin so I'll take with Io I'll take Illinois 78 Wisconsin 70 um and then without Io I think it hovers like 71 69 type really close I don't know who I'm picking without him yeah I'll I'll kind of go similar I'll go I'll go I want to say Illinois scores a decent amount probably go 77 72 again five point margin once again I think that like you said it's going to be a closer one but I think Illinois will will squeak it out yeah I like that so we'll make sure you watch tonight get DeMonte Williams Trent Frazier and Trent Frazier and Zach Griffith's last game at the State Farm Center maybe um tonight Make sure you watch that, and hopefully we get Io back for Saturday's contest. But before we let you go, we're going to hear from Brad Underwood talking about, he was asked, should Io DeSumo get recognized at senior night? Because the the writing's on the wall. He won't be back next year. And, and Brad basically said, there's nothing more I can do for Io. He needs to go to the NBA. Here's Brad Underwood with Say What? Say what? Well, I you know, I think those are all things that, that um, and, and I'll say this on 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 Io's behalf, and I'll be honest, I haven't had a conversation with him about it. Io needs to go to the draft. Io needs to go. There's nothing else he's going to accomplish in college basketball that 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 I'm going to do for him. Uh, I mean, he's he's turned himself into in, into that guy. So um, you know, it's it's uh, those decisions obviously become their family, but. Uh, you know, Io's had an unbelievable year. He's a national player of the year, in my opinion. And, um, you know, it's it's one of those deals that he's, he's um, you know, he'll make the decision that's based, based on him. But my in my in my opinion, he needs to go. Brad Underwood here on Oski Talk. I mean, he's right. <laughs> there, there's literally – nothing else he could say about Iowa's game like uh, he is so ready for the NBA he's almost accomplished I think everything he can I mean he like you said to go back all the way to his his freshman year and when he was being recruited he wanted to bring Illinois back like that was his mission and he's done that like number five in the country at in February is is something we haven't been in a really long time so you know with that being said I I, you got to thank Io. I think uh, if if I were Underwood, I'd probably give him a, um, a goodbye ceremony just because it's uh, this is it. But uh, I probably won't just because to keep the sacredness of the, the whole senior year thing. But Io will eventually get his State Farm Center like ceremony when he's put in the rafters because he's he's guaranteed himself into that category. So uh, 
Maybe it's with a uh, national championship trophy on the way from Indianapolis back to Champaign. Maybe. Maybe that, that'll be the ceremony. We'll see. We'll see. But I, without a doubt, one of these days he will get a, um, a ceremony at State Farm Center thanking him for what he's done. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too shocked about that. Yeah, and it, I just find it, it's rare for a coach to, you know, a lot of times coaches like, well, yeah, we know so-and-so is good enough to be in the NBA, but boy, would we love, love to have him back. But, I mean, Brad knows that, I mean, the amount of growth that Iowa has gone from freshman to sophomore year, then sophomore year to this junior year, he's a national player of the year candidate, um, you know, NBA draft pick projected, might win the Wooden Award, might win the Bob Cousy Award, Big Ten player of the year, national player of the year. And he's got his team playing into the tournament as a one or two, maybe three seed. There's nothing more that this guy can do. The NBA is the logical next step. And Brad Underwood is a very empathetic coach that realizes as much as, you know, we would love to have this guy back. I don't want him to. It's not what's best for him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like that, that, that's where it's at. And I've said this a lot. Like it's, I think it's a coach's job to advocate for their players and, that's that's Brad advocating for him. Like he he has done everything he can here at this level. Like he's ready for the next. Yeah, absolutely. So congratulations to Demonte Williams, Trent Frazier, and Zach Griffith on their Illini careers, and probably Io DeSumo's, maybe even Kofi Coburn's. We'll never know. But make sure you watch that game tonight. We'll be back on Sunday to recap both this game against Nebraska and the game against Wisconsin on Saturday and preview the big game against Michigan on Tuesday. But for now, thank you all for listening. Make sure to like and subscribe. For Patrick Catazon, I'm Anthony Pasquale, ILL. I and I.